these are a lovely set of awards that started in 2011. This was marking the sort of 100 year anniversary of the suffrage movement. And they got some artist students in central St. Martins to design some beautiful pieces of jewellery using the suffrage colours, so white, violet and green. And then gave these pieces of jewellery to a set of female scientists across a range of disciplines. And then the really nice part is every two years, the people who currently have the jewellery choose another set of women. So each person chooses a woman in science they admire to pass it on to. And I was given them this year by as part of a set of quite you know relatively junior researchers or scientists who were selected by a group of more senior women. So I have two questions first is what's the jewellery like and then who gave it to you this year? I mean my one's gorgeous I think there's there's several ones I think I got the nicest one which is a lovely necklace it's um, a kind of pendant sort of slightly lacy silver a bit like coral with some embedded stones in the green white and um, purple colours so it's very nice I'm going to be too too nervous to, to wear it, really. And it was given to me by Sally McIntyre, Dame Sally McIntyre, who has recently retired but was head of the Social and Public Health Research Unit up in Glasgow, part of the Medical Research Council, and has always been an absolute hero of mine. I, you know, we never collaborated on any papers, but I'd always read her work and really admire the stuff she did around health inequalities. So I was so honoured to be given it by her. How did you feel when you found out that you were going to get this award from her? What does it mean to you to receive it? It means it means a great deal, actually. I think it's the possibly the nicest unexpected email I've ever had in that I'd actually never heard of these awards until I got the email. You know, it's not something you apply for. It's done on a more informal basis. It's really nice. I mean, not only because I really, really admire Sally, but I like a lot the idea of this year having given the brief to give these to women in the kind of, you know, more junior early postdoc stage, which is where I am. Because I think it's it's actually quite a tough stage in research. I think, I mean, there's lots of tough stages it's hard doing a PhD it's you know I imagine hard being a professor but I think the point at which you're in this postdoc world of fairly short-term contracts low job insecurity perhaps an expectation of having to move institutions every few years you know it is a difficult time so I think it's nice to me to have got it. When did you receive the award tell me about that? So it um, happened as part of an award ceremony at the Royal Society on International Women's Day so that was a nice kind of touch for it. Tell me about what happened. There were um, the 12 women who were, um, 12 pairs of women, so women giving, 12 women giving piece of jewellery to 12 other women. So they were there with, you know, often family members and colleagues. There were some interesting talks at the start about some famous kind of female scientists um, and, you know, looking back to what it was like to be a scientist in the 50s or 60s and then giving the awards. And then afterwards, there was a kind of a more open discussion about women in science and, you know, why are awards like this still necessary or are they still necessary? It was an interesting evening. It was kind of a nice combination of interesting and informal. And for you, how do you feel about being a woman in science and what could be done to encourage more women in their scientific careers? So I was quite struck by the, the House of Commons... Science and Technology Committee wrote a report about women in science last year where it talked about there have been quite a lot of success at getting women into science, encouraging, you know, bright young women to take up science careers. But then this idea of a leaky pipeline, it, that, you know, it's not always that easy to keep them in science. And it's particularly at my kind of age, post-PhD, women start dropping out, which really resonated with kind of my both experiences and observations of recent years of these postdoc years as I think being quite tough for both sexes. But potentially, particularly for women, if, you know, if the years in which you're trying to consolidate your career, move around a lot, try and get a permanent job at the early 30s, so exactly when many women want to be having families, 
I think I think that's difficult. So I think it's in some ways my my recent thoughts have been particularly around these kind of structural issues about career insecurity built into a time which coincides with when women in particular are wanting to start families. At the suffrage science event, there was a little card that people could fill in to say, what thing do you think would help women in science today? Do you have a, a thing that you think would help? Well, I, I didn't write this, but one person wrote more science funding, which um, is, is a self-interested thing to say. But I think in terms of my my sense that part of it is this, you know, this job insecurity and the kind of uncertainty of it as a career, then I, I think anything that could be done to improve that would be really helpful, of which of course the reason why it is so competitive is that there's there's scarcity. Tell me a bit about your work what are you doing at the school? So it's in the Department for Population Health and it's got a particular focus on transport. It's looking at for example ways to encourage walking and cycling so for example if you build cycle lanes do people use them is it the same old cyclists who use them or is it new cyclists the people increase their total exercise levels or do they cut back on going on to the gym do they drive less so reduce their carbon emissions it's, it's those kind of questions I work on. The whole point about the suffrage science awards is that in two years time you'll have to pass them on to someone else yes. are you starting to think about who you might go for or are you going to spend two years thinking about that? It's an issue I mean I have started to think it was almost the first thing you think of because you do I mean it's I think the last group of women as I said were quite senior women I think they were kind of asked to give it to more junior women. So I, I guess, you know, I'll have to wait to see if they give me a steer. You know, it's a lovely task to have to get to pick someone who you really admire and get to pass on the necklace to them. So I, I, you know, I have a long list of people who I admire. So I think the hard thing will be narrowing it down between them.